Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. We are hoping our next guest can maybe shine a little light and make you feel even better with what's happening with the weather. Chris Brandolino is the NIWA principal scientist, so the show's gone to the top of the heap. Chris, good afternoon to you. Thanks for joining us. Hey, Kira. Good afternoon, Stephen. How are you? Yeah, mate. Well, I'm good, and I hope you're going to make a few of our listeners, in fact, all our listeners, feel a little better. Now, are we are we to, speaking of an ex-tropical cyclone or still a cyclone, and as far as Gabriel is concerned? It, it is an ex-tropical cyclone, so we'll go into the weather weeds just a little bit. So a cyclone is just a formal name for low pressure or a storm. So you can have a tropical cyclone, you can have a mid-latitude cyclone. All those are cyclones. They just describe basically their characteristics a little bit. So that's kind of an academic sort of exercise. But it was a tropical cyclone, uh, Gabriel, uh, reached Category 3 status, which is a severe tropical cyclone when it was in the Coral Sea. It moved toward New Zealand. Tropical cyclones, what makes them a tropical cyclone, they like warm water. So the way they're structured in their core is different from, say, uh, you know, a big storm we would get in the winter from the Southern Ocean, for example. So as that tropical cyclone moves over cooler water, which has to be at least 26, 27 Celsius, that's what tropical cyclones like to kind of sustain them. That's their fuel. Um, They start to change their characteristics and how they look, and they basically weaken. Um, The shear in the atmosphere also when they leave the tropics tends to get more. Shear is the wind getting stronger and higher elevations. Uh, Pilots don't like shear, for example, when they're landing. So between high shear and lower sea surface temperatures, these tropical cyclones will typically weaken. However, um, they can sometimes get a bit of a, a renaissance, if you will. So oftentimes, or I shouldn't say oftentimes, what can happen, it's not unusual, for these ex-tropical cyclones to interact with a completely different weather system. And that's what happened in this case. As it was weakening, it really was losing its characteristics and looking rather ordinary on this, you know, when you look at satellite pictures and clouds from outer space. But as it approached the western part, make that the eastern part of the North Island, there was a separate weather system, some energy we'll call it, and that, pardon me, that allowed the storm to deepen or get stronger as it approached Great Barrier Island last night. And that's what really led to this kind of expansion of wind and rain and, and led to, in a lot of ways, that is, you know, well, quite frankly, a disaster um, that we've seen across the much of the country, certainly the North Island anyway. So the question remains now, is this going, are we going to see more of this? And are we... Are we going to go down the deep hole? Is, is this a product of climate change? Look, climate change touches everything. I'm not a, I'm not a be upfront. I'm not a climate change yep. scientist. Uh, by training, by education, I'm a meteorologist. Yep. So, but, you know, I, I work with climate change experts and um, through osmosis, I guess, <clears throat> pardon me, I'm, I'm able to learn some things. Look, and what I've learned is that climate change is a part of everything. Um, it doesn't mean it caused 
these things. What climate change does, there's three words. Well, three phrases, I suppose, three bullet points. Climate change makes events more frequent. It makes them more likely and it makes them more intense. So put differently, if you were to take these same weather conditions that just happened that have produced what we've seen in terms of uh, Cyclone uh, Gabriel, right? You take those same natural weather conditions, pop it into a time machine, and you punch in the year, I don't know, 2080 or something like that. And you hop out of the time machine armed with those same natural conditions that produce what had happened, you're going to get a more intense result. It's going to be more likely to happen, and it'll be more frequent. So that's what climate change does. For droughts, for example, you take the same conditions, you put it in a time machine, the droughts will be worse. Heat waves, take the same conditions, you put it in the time machine, you pop out, it'll be hotter. You get the idea. Yeah, I do get the idea. So let's talk about Gabriel and the intensity and where is it at the moment and what can people expect? Are are we over the worst? Well, it depends on where you're listening from. So if you're listening, say, from the the upper South Island, so places like Marlborough, uh, North Canterbury, they're kind of just getting into it with, uh, with the rain. So for that area, uh, they will still see more rain over the coming, gosh, certainly today, um, and even some gusty winds. So it, it depends on where you are in the country in terms of the impacts, if you're going to see more impacts. But yeah, areas certainly from Christchurch, Banks Peninsula, Christchurch will get some rain tomorrow. Uh, won't be extremely heavy, um, but it'll be a wet day. And areas in Canterbury and Marble will continue to get rain. Meanwhile, places like Wellington, they're getting pretty strong wind, even for Wellington standards, and they're getting the rain today. Places like Hawke's Bay and Gisborne, which have been absolutely just, uh, it's just uh, devastating scenes there. They're still getting rain, though that rain is going to end. And some of that rain, unfortunately, is still coming down pretty good. And you travel farther up the country toward the Coromandel, toward Auckland and Northland, Yeah, the odd shower, but the main story is the wind, and that wind will continue for today. So for most of us in the upper North Island, Coromandel, Auckland, Northland, a lot of the worst weather is in the rearview mirror. We still have very strong wind to contend with, which can still cause problems like the tree limbs coming down or power outages, especially if things were weakened overnight from the strong wind and rain. The wind can still come through and kind of just finish the job, if you know what I mean. But areas to the south and east, like Gisborne and Hawke's Bay, they're still, in, they're still dealing with rain. Um, we still have to watch some high tides. Uh, there could be some high tides and coastal flooding in the Kuiper Harbor. Uh, I have to watch near Dargaville because of the basically the strong wind pumping the water into the harbor. We'll have to watch Bay of Plenty for some uh, maybe low-lying areas. So. We can't let our guard down is the answer. Um, But things are starting to look better for the far northern part of the country. uh, Okay, so I'm going to play this card. What's the long-term forecast for the rest of the week? Well, I'll I'll give you the long-term forecast, but then I want to circle back because I have some some stats for you. I'm a stat person. So the long-term forecast is this low. Um, (laughs) Hey, it's sports. I like sports, and sports are about stats. Um, so if we go to, say, let's start with tomorrow, for example. Tomorrow is Wednesday. We're just tracking days here. We'll still have some rain, uh, Canterbury, uh, coastal Canterbury, maybe coastal Marlborough, and probably some rain maybe around Wider Rapid, Wellington. Should be okay for much of the rest of the country, okay? A little breezy North Island, but better, that's for sure. And then we go into Thursday. We'll have to watch that, that pesky low. Um, Gabriel, because it may try to spin back north and give rain to Wadarapa and Wellington. 
It may get close to Hawks Bay, which we don't want to happen, but we'll have to keep a sharp weather eye on that. But once that finally moves out of here, the weekend is looking much better and much, well, much more settled, much drier, much more palatable. And then hopefully as we work away toward the end of the month and into March, we'll find, I guess, more consecutive days, longer periods where the weather is, war- is dry and warmer. So in a nutshell, we still have a couple days of rain that we we'll have to worry about for some parts of the country. But overall, when you look at the longer term trend between now and say the next three or four weeks, I am optimistic that the next three or four weeks will not be anything like the past three or four weeks have been. And that's been absolutely you know, incredible, especially for those in the upper northbound like Auckland. We had the flooding, now we've had this. So, OK, now round back to the stats. Yeah. All right. Here we go. So uh, Napier, 131 millimetres, wettest February day since 1877. Uh, Gisborne, 116.4 millimetres of rain, wettest February day. In 45 years, and the wettest day full stop in nearly 11 years. In uh, the ranges north of Gisborne proper and in, in the northern region of Gisborne, uh, there's been over a half meter of rain that's fallen with this event. Fungaday has had 216 millimeters yesterday, um, and their wettest February day on record. In Auckland, our Western Springs climate station, um, we've had 55% of our annual rain. So 312 months in you know, this we're talking about what you would normally get in 12 months. We've had more than half of that in just 45 days. So we've had 55% of what we get for the entire year in just 45 days. Kaitaia had a wind gust of 109 clicks. Uh, that is their highest wind gust in six, nearly six years. Um, and what else do I have? Lee had 165 millimeters, and it's rising. And that is their wettest February day on record going back to 1967, and their wettest day full stop in 12 years. My God. Okay, and, and the devastation it leaves behind, you just can't, you, we can't do anything about it, we just have to get into the cleanup. Your enthusiasm for meteorology is actually rather infectious. How did you get into it? Oh, I'll tell a quick story. I was a, when I was a young boy, I was, you know, like a young boy, two years old, three years old, my mother would tell me I'd always be checking out the clouds and just kind of looking above and, I do remember always having this fondness. So I'm, I'm probably five or six years old, and I'm back in the States, as you can tell from my accent, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And the teacher would see me staring out, out of the window, and she thought, geez, that's weird. I thought, this kid doesn't pay attention. <laughs> but, you know, she's a teacher, and she's smart, and she realized I was just basically watching the weather. So the teacher comes up to me, and she says, Chris, how would you like to tell the weather? Every day at lunch, I'll give you one cent, one penny. I'm like, I'm in. You know, so because there's a corner store, like a dairy, you can get a, you know, a pack of candy for 10 cents back in the day. So that was my, you know, that was my motive. <laughs> so I, I would stand on top of the chair at lunch and I would tell the, you know, the weather forecast and I would get my penny. Well, at the end of the year, you know, like a lot of times at the end of the year, take a big, you know, big field trip, end of the year school trip. And where I grew up, I grew up in the upstate of New York, about uh, two, two and a half hours north of New York City. So our, our big trip when I was that age was to go to this place called the Catskill Game Farm. And there's like animals and rides there and things like that. So I get on top of the chair, stand up, and I give the weather forecast, and I predict rain. And Mrs. Willie said, well, Chris, we're, we have a trip tomorrow. When is it going to rain? So I'm thinking, oh, gosh, if I say it's going to rain all day, they're going to pull the plug. They're going to cancel it. So I predict it will rain right when we leave, of course. You know, it's going to be fine all day, but the rain will commence when we depart. So we go on the trip, and we go have fun, you know, pet the animals, ride the rides. 
and we're getting on the bus. God is my witness. We're getting on the bus, and the bus door shuts, and the bus wheels roll, and the raindrops fall. <laughs> and Mrs. Willie starts running down the bus aisle, losing her mind. Here's this five- or six-year-old kid nailing the forecast, saying, hey, you know, it's going to rain right when we're going to leave. So, and I tell you what, that was my most accurate forecast, and I haven't been able to match it since. So that, <laughs> that is the story. That is a true story. That is an epic story, and I appreciate you telling that is That's a great story. Uh, Super Bowl yesterday, who did you have? I liked Kansas City. I didn't think my pick was going to be good until the very end. It was a controversial call with that um, – with that, I guess, pass interference. Um, a lot of times, you let, you know, the, the refs try to swallow the whistle. You know, basketball, rugby, whatever, late in the game, championship game, you don't want to, you don't want to call to be a deciding factor. But you know, bottom line is they were in a position to win and they converted. I'm a Cowboys fan, so yes. um, you know, I didn't really yes. have much, much skin of the game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I am so happy. That's I'm America's a, team right there. Yeah, nah, but it's uh, just they got to get it. They got to get this sorted. Oh, I'm, a, I'm a huge Cowboys fan. Chris Brandolino, thank you so much for your insight. Oh, uh, and I think to use your phrase, the bottom line is things are going to get better. Yes, they will. Absolutely. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate your time. Chris Brandolino, the principal scientist scientist at NIWA. So I hope you took all that in. Uh, the worst of it is past.